Oh, that was nice, wasn't it? Sharks win in overtime. The Islanders have lost nine straight and have not won in their new barn. We'll get to all of that and more. And more. Let's talk hockey right now on Teal Town After Dark. And with that, we say good evening, Sharks fans and fans all over the world. It is Thursday night, December 2nd, 2021. Sharks are victorious on Long Island as they beat the Islanders 2-1 to in overtime. Come on, Butchie, pick my, my tweet for the overtime challenge. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This <laughs> is <laughs> live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game. So if you want to be a part of the show... Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. It really does a lot. SoundCloud, Discord, of course, Reddit, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. And with that, with that every good evening. I am Eric Kerr alongside Mr. Al Martinet. hey yo, <laughs> Sharks win. Thanks. How are you? Good. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest. I am sleep deprived after you know rocking out at the Shark Tank for Trans Siberian Orchestra. But you know, good stuff. And uh, <laughs> and you know, it was a little boring. Like I I, I see that. You know, I see Bozosaur saying, you know, snooze fest, but with two more points. Uh, you know, uh, what game was boring? But hey. We'll take the two points if it's boring, right? Am I right, people? I didn't think it was that boring. I mean, I thought um, I expected a lot more from the Islanders. I mean, I think Islanders have been one of the disappointments this season. Um, so far, how many games in? We are about 20-something games in. But, you know, um, still two points is two points. And their Sharks are making their way um, pretty good in the Pacific. Yep. And they're on their way to getting, and they're getting back into the thick of it in the playoff chase. So uh, let's lock and load and get into it. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you hope for a good start, Al. And, um, you know, with the Islanders coming in, they've lost in a row. They come back from about 10 days out of, um, you know, COVID protocol for their whole team. Um, you would think that they'd be a little rusty. You think, oh, well, you know, Matthew Barzell, he hasn't done a whole lot. He's only scored four yeah. goals. And then 64 seconds in, he scores the first off the first shot of the game. <laughs> yeah, like you said, like over four to, to open their new arena. Um, they were one of the last teams to have a home opener. Um and this was their first lead in their new um, new home arena, um, which I'm glad everything got situated for those longtime Islanders fans. No kidding. Um, that seems like it was a natural fit. But uh, the 0 for 4 at home and, you know, before that 0 for 4 on the road, um, they previously had the Flyers and the Rangers postponed. But, you know, 
I was kind of I was kind of thinking this would be a setup game for the Islanders because like you know you're away from the team maybe you just get back some of that mojo because like they were one game away from taking you know beating the Lightning last year yeah so there's a ton of talent on this team yeah I mean back to back trips into the NHL's final four uh, for this to see yeah. I mean it's just I mean, huge kudos to what they've done. You know, uh, apparently they really didn't need John Tavares after all. <laughs> uh, There's always that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, so a rough start, Barzal with a nice shot. Um, so to make it one nothing, Islanders, a uh, few minutes later, uh, the Islanders took the penalties. The Sharks have been taking a lot lately. Uh, the first one, hella dudes on the frozen pond. So, you know. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. Uh, but the Sharks get that. And, and the, the broadcast really was pushing this power play influenced goal <laughs> from I mean, it was from Benito, 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 Benito. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's starting to get a little. It, he's not going to say hot, but he's he's starting to get warm, bud. You know, it was, um, you know, that call is one of the greatest. But I hate that it's against the Sharks, yes. which is the worst. It's the worst. But, you know, to talk about that goal for a second, I mean, like, it's one nothing. That power play was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I watched some of the New Jersey game. Can't watch all of them. But How dare you? Watched... <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just leave. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it looked like that power play play was at least move around the puck um, a lot more and you know especially tonight um, you know Dolan having a great assist just holding on the puck just a little bit longer to get it to Benino um, yeah I mean honestly um, I had no expectations for Benino I had no expectations for Dolan um, and they've been I mean Benino has picked it up but obviously they Benino was more of a leadership you know guy you put on this on the in center so um the acquisition has definitely paid off yeah i it, i mean he was doing more than other things you know i i still uh get excited about that that kick save he had in calgary because yeah you might be on a on a struggle you might be on a struggle but you're doing other things to to help contribute on uh, in the game yeah i mean um not to roll it back a little bit, but this was, of course, Aiden Hill's first game since Washington, I believe. Um, and then, of course, he had the first game start right. starting in that. But if, but like he played against Toronto and was filled in there. But this has been mostly Reimer's net for the last two or three weeks. Yeah, uh, I mean, Reimer's been on a roll. He'll start tomorrow uh, against the Rangers. Uh, for everybody who's asking, so you know, uh, making it one one, and and then you kind of had back and forth hockey. Uh, I thought thought I, I thought there was a lot of uh, you know a, a, lot, a lot of back and forth, a lot of nice plays, left tough plays, but we, we should touch on Yona Gajevich, um going down. I yeah. I, I don't know. I looked on the replay when I gifted on our on our Twitter at Teal Town USA. 
I'm still trying to figure out where it got him. Was it ankle? But somewhere on the left side where there's not a whole lot of padding. He tried to get up, but then he quickly fell down and was landing right on the center ice logo. Uh, he didn't return in the game. We hope he's okay. Um, but uh, that's all we know at the moment. Uh, we're waiting for yeah. all the for all the uh, uh, post-game comments to come out from Bob Bugner and company. So once we know, we will forward that to you. Um yeah, this was his, uh, the Sharks claimed him off of uh, Vancouver in October. And I don't know if this was his first game with the Sharks, but, um, you know, not a good sight to see for someone who was, you know, claimed off Vancouver and hopefully you get a better start here. Yeah, I mean, Gajovic has been here and there throughout the year. Um, so, you know, I was looking and trying to pull it up here on the on the site here he's been uh oh it's Aylin. He yeah this is his 13th game with one assist uh you know he's had a good scoring touch in the uh in the AHL so uh we can only hope yeah. for it to come in but he's got he's got that strong touch you know uh definitely been throwing down the gloves with you know with a number of multiple fighting majors, but we hope he's okay. Again, once we know it, uh, once we know the situation with him, we will let you know as well. Uh, but onward to the second period, uh, the goaltenders, Sorokin and Aiden Hill. And for, and for he had that one bad one. And, you know, there have been some people who have called him Martin Jones 2.0 or anything. But <laughs> in, in, in some cases... In some cases, in this case, Jones would let that one goal in early and then shut down. And for Hill, yep. he was shut down on this night. Yeah, I thought he was good tonight. Um, I will say that the Sharks' defense was much better in front of him. Um, you know, in the first period, the Sharks led with 12 to 9 shots. In, like, the second period, like, the Sharks basically led most of the way it was 15 15 to 8 on shots so like um not gonna say there wasn't a lot of traffic in front of the net but like um for for the most part the sharks controlled the first two periods pretty well and uh if they would have just gotten one goal in the second um i don't think this would have gone into overtime yeah, I mean, they, they definitely had their chances, and especially the, the Islanders would go to the power play a few more times than this one. Uh, did they succeed? Not necessarily, but, you know, uh, this this team definitely showed some chances, although I think they're... Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, Al. They seem a little more stagnant on the power play as opposed to them kind of moving around a little bit more that that achieved some of their early success uh, when they started 4-0? I think, like, the first power play, one that, you know, Dolan set up, uh, but, you know, that was pretty consistent. That was offensive pressure for almost two minutes straight. But after that, yeah, it was pretty stagnant, uh, getting back into old habits of just, you know, give it to Brent Burns, and hopefully there's a shot to the point. Or Carlson, for that matter. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> you know, um, you know. I think the power play has been 
better, but like, you know, it's just not been consistent. Um, I would say the most worry thing about it was like the penalty kill, like because some nights the Sharks would just let in two penalties or two two power play goals. Um, so and yeah. that's a bad that's a bad turn you just don't want to see yeah well the good thing for the pk didn't get to be used tonight <laughs> i mean kudos to the sharks yeah. no penalties on the play there might have been one or two that could have gone the other way um but as the third period went on uh meyer took a, a dangerous hit uh you know from pellick uh, look knee on knee. You could either call it knee. You could have called it tripping. You could have called it a couple of things. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> I I just I, I just uh, you know it makes you wonder. It, it it makes you wonder what if they were just like, hey, you guys have had three power plays. We can't call another one. I mean, I try not to think about it, but like. You know, we've seen too many hot mics of angel refs literally doing that. Like, you know, the classic example of what, two years ago of, hey, I called one for this team. Now we're going to call one for that team. Right. Um, and you know what highlight I'm talking about. But no. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not the best site. Yeah. So thankfully, he kind of walked it off in the hallway, stayed on the bench. He definitely got it. I don't think he missed a shift honestly, in the third period. But Hill had some chances. There was that w- that one failed poke check uh, that Ferraro had tried to get at it, and then Barzal comes in, and you're like, oh, crap, here we go. And Barzal, you know, to quote Jerk, should have had. Could have had mm-hmm. Barzal. But uh, Hill with the task and great save. Again, Aiden Hill with you know, looking great with 24 saves. Yeah, he let that one in early but uh overall a nice one on the night yeah i mean to just follow up ian's point was in the chat um like it's really just been the first period that's really cost aiden hill and then like against washington there was that easy goal he lets in the first what 30 seconds and it's basically over after that um but like even tonight even the goal was like still pretty decent from an Islanders point of view, where it was still a shot from the far right side that makes a top left corner. I'm willing to give that, you know, literally to give Aiden Hill a break because of the way he performed after that. But um, by far, like the Sharks goaltender situation is still way better than it was last year. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to say, like, don't complain about. Aiden Hill being the next Spartan Jones because, well, he's not that. He's not that. Yes, he's had his moments. Let's put let's put that in there. But he's also had strong outcomes afterwards. Like he, like yeah. tonight, he played pretty awesome for everything considered to uh, to keep this game tight. Uh, he got the extra goal support, which let's be honest, his goal support hasn't exactly been great for uh, from the team, uh, but. At the same time, you know, g- give them credit, uh, like we will to Grayson Hendricks for the four ninety nine super chat. Grayson, thank you very much. As always, super chats uh, go help support the show, pay the pills of all of that, uh, all the stuff that r- runs the runs the site and the programs and everything. Um, he says, "Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say Benino needs a cookie. Dude's been playing pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's he had that nice goal. Uh, he finally got off the Schneid, and you know, kind of has been kind of been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, getting that first goal and then having the next what three out of the last four, you have at least a point in. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you're not really counting on him to be a sixty point scorer. You're He's mostly just a leadership guy at this point of his career. And the Sharks locker room is a lot better um, just because he's been there. He's won a Stanley Cup and all that vetra hoo So um, it was a smart pickup from Doug. And yeah, I think pretty good fit on the third line. Yeah, uh, nice fit and definitely was uh, key into uh, being that little cog even though there was no Cogliano in, in the lineup tonight, uh, he's taking care of a personal matter. We wish him all the best, of course. Um, you know, and uh, and it's tough. You know, Grand is here. <laughs> Internet dropped it in the third. Didn't even see what happened. But uh, glad Sharks won. This should have not been to downs in the wire. So uh, no update, as AJ said, yeah. no update right now on Cogs. Hopefully everything is okay. Seems like it's a personal matter, matter than an injury. Uh, Skyler with the five dollars super chat donation. Skyler, good to see you, bud. Hope you had fun over there. I, I should have said I would have Venmo you if you could get one of the warm up pucks if possible. Um, but uh, Sharks okay. won. I was at UBS Arena, beautiful place, and even more beautiful after a win. Let's go, Sharks. Good to see you, bud. Uh, the other night, and uh, congrats on uh, enjoying a road win. So, yeah, to um. Follow up your point about Hill and goaltender support. Like the last three games he's played, it was four nothing against Washington, six two against Colorado, which is probably one of the worst games the Sharks have played this season. But like the next game after that, it was four one against Calgary. But there's a huge asterisk with that, where it was two one for like eighty nine percent of that game. So you know, I don't know if that's on Hill, but. You know, because you can maybe control the pace of the game a little bit better, but um, the goals have just not come as easily for both Reimer and Hill. Yeah, and it seems like they get gets a little bit more of a goal support, but the goaltenders have been up to the task. Granted, more so Reimer than Hill, but again, tonight is one of those nights where Hill has been... Uh, good job, <laughs> AJ. <laughs> Does UBS stand for until Barzal scores? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. That's a good one. <laughs> yes, uh, I'll give that to you, bud. Uh, if if you're new here, thanks for watching. Hit the subscribe button down below. Hit that notification bell. That'll notify you when we go on the air uh, after every Sharks game. Uh, the the we get to overtime, and this was interesting. The guys were kind of playing around each other, playing and keeping an eye on each other until Couture uh, gives a hit to one of the Islanders players. I forget who it was. I think it was Beauvillier. Uh, yeah. Freeze at the puck. Carlson and Meyer going in for a two-on-one. Uh, Meyer, I think, was trying to shoot, but he doesn't shoot a bad shot. He turns around, flips it to the front of the net, where Carlson's just waiting there, kind of backskating a little bit. He had to stretch a little bit to get that game winner. Uh, Carlson, a- another yep. goal, two goal, two games in a row with uh, Eric spelled the right way scoring Jimmy. the game winner. 
I mean, there was no hand pass this time, right? <laughs> no hand pass this time for the OT winner. That's a good call. Good call. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I give Couture a lot of credit. He took the, made the big hit. Um, but I think one of the big storylines this season has really just been Meyer either stepping stepping up or just rebounding next year because honestly, there's that. Ten million dollar qualified contract. That's what a year from now, um, two years from now. So there's still a lot of discussion about if is he worth it and is the cap hit going to be able to justify it and all that. And I think if he plays at this pace and continues to show improvement, then yeah, uh, I'm definitely definitely happy about Meyer. But um, I had very low expectations going in, and I'm really been impressed with him um all season yeah all season he's been terrific he's the only shark in double digits right now but he's had a multi-point uh streak now i mean he scored two goals in chicago he scored two against new jersey he got two assists tonight uh on this road trip so meyer is definitely looking solid here uh for sure uh, Grand is here, 12. No penalty box time tonight? Yes. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. They, that's the one part they 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 probably looked at Zach Croft's video and and like, okay, Zach said to stay out of the penalty box. We got to stay out of the penalty box, right? So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anthony Morris, Carlson Middleton is the, sh- the best, is the Sharks' best D pair, and it's not even close. Um, defensively. Nope. That's wrong. What's that? That's wrong. The, I mean, I like that pairing, and it worked out pretty well this season, but you can't understate how important Ferraro and Burns have been, like, especially Ferraro. Like, he plays, what, 22 minutes a night, and Burns still plays his enormous 29 minutes. Like, I don't know how he's doing it and how he's conditioning for it, but um, that's the most important Sharks pairing. If one of those two go down... Um, it's a full line blender. Right. Uh, it's going to be interesting what happens here. You know, H- Hitaka went back to the Barracuda. Uh, Malosh got the call up for now. Uh, you wonder when Kanijov starts skating again, when he might get inserted to the line off. So, um, you know, so we'll see what happens here uh, with, uh, with the pairings. But, I mean, Middleton and Carlson have been excellent. Burns and Ferraro have been playing well. Looking at the time on ice sheets uh, totals for tonight, you know, each of them played uh, over 22 minutes. Uh, Burns only 23.50. So, you know, uh, but then then you look at that. He's been fairly decent defensively. However, in looking at my stats now, I think he is, uh, you know, no no points in uh, his last 10 games now. So whoever since came off of COVID, uh, he hasn't been he hasn't been offensively playing uh, or getting credit for the offensive play. Uh, but he hasn't had too many bad plays or I, I definitely seen any uh, defensive starfish postures uh, lately either. I mean, I was calling for, I mean, like just before the break and before the COVID hit, like he was still playing like 33 minutes. Like he was one of the best skaters during that COVID stretch. 
And like yeah. some of that was yeah, like you had like you know, the coaching staff had to play him that much, but like, you know, I was kind of like, hey, maybe this is not the time to wear out your best defenseman. Yes, he is still <laughs> Yes, uh, he is the best defenseman. That's not even a, in my book. He is, but like, it's December. We're not playing for playoff hockey yet. You can play him forty minutes a night you know, when we start to get to April or May. We'll see what happens on that one. Um, yeah, you don't want to over overdo the Burnsy or the Carlson, for that matter, matter Minton or 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 Ferraro. Uh, I mean, you're going to need these guys if you're going to make the make a push for the playoffs. You're going to need these guys down the road, um, and be at your best. So glad that their minutes, you know, we're not trending to the they're playing 30 minutes <laughs> type of night. Yeah. So uh, with that, let's go to the comments in the locker room. Uh, Aiden Hill is saying we we want. Not to not stay around 500 every more. Every point is huge, and we need to keep it on a roll. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bugner was mentioning the players have bought in and have had success. We have to grind teams down to win. We don't have McDavid and Drysaddle. Oh yeah, we wish. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I know you don't have you don't have two you don't have two heart uh, nominees. Okay, well. Cool. <laughs> uh, we have to manage the puck and manage leads. Uh, sure, I, I think so. But I mean, uh, you know, uh, okay. Hockey you, cliche one on one. Sure, but I mean, you do have some good talent over there that can do something. You know, Meyer has been on the roll. However, you know, Hurdle has one goal, one assist in his last seven games. Couture, while he's had fives in his last four games going into tonight, he's got one goal in his last eight games. Uh, you know, so yes, yes, they've been winning. Yes, they have been, you know, playing defensively sound. However, you also are going to need the goals coming from your big guys, and not to you know steal a line from Ted Ramey, but your best players need to be your best players. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm like, I don't have I, much to add there. You, you need your best. You need your best players to to step up. I'm like, yeah, that's um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made him speechless, folks. All right. Uh, from Aiden Hill, not a lot of, not a lot of their shots that came in from the blue line got to the net. We play, we're playing those tight defensive games. Uh, guys did a great job. You know, uh, I think Mario Ferraro has been the league leader in blocked shots. I mean, the poor guy is probably going to be bruising until he shoots his next <laughs> youngest of plugs video at this point. I mean, my gosh. I mean, yeah. the guys are buying into the block shots. I know some people like Drew or Menda have said, yeah, well, I don't like blocking shots. However, the like they said on, on the pregame, the alumni is like, yeah, we like the block shots. You have to get in the way. I'm okay with block shots. I'm more focused on shutting down, you know, golden opportunities for a team. Like, you know, when those team, when those plays are going to pop up, um, if you can just ship the line pairings or just slow down the game a bit, slow down the pace. Um, that, that's more of the defensive side of things. And my issue last year was just, um, 
you know, I think some of this was on Marlon Jones. Like, he would just not control the pace of the game too much. Um, and honestly, like, there was a lot of issues with the defense. Like, Eric Carlson had one of his worst years, um, and we expected a lot from him last year. But um, just if you were a veteran on this team last year, it, you were really looking at this as a bounce-back year. Like, I know it's a very, very long shot, but, like, you know, theoretically have had Couture on Team Canada, but that's like he's not even gonna be like in, in the top twenty. So like um I, I, there was a lot of state for a for a lot of these guys. Yeah. No, I, I get you. It's almost like Canada can supply two teams and take them to the Olympics if they really wanted to. Uh with the 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 guys that they have loaded up on there. But uh uh Benino, after the game, said, I think I said thank you to everyone involved in that goal about three or four times. Getting that goal gives you some confidence and allows you to focus on your game. And that's the thing, too, is that he's getting the goals. He's getting, you know, he's getting his groove back, you know. Uh, Like I said, he can do all the other little things, but he's been, you know, he's been producing, you know, over the last week and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about from the game? Um, Benito, we already talked with Benino. We already talked about the OT. Um, do you want to joke, jump into uh, the other games? Um, sure. Might as well. Uh, so the Sharks win uh, two to one. Uh, they are now thirteen nine and one on the campaign. They're at twenty seven points. Uh, currently, uh, sit in the number one wild card position. Uh, they're two points out of third place Anaheim. And, you know, if you want to get a little crazy, five points from first place uh, Edmonton, who does have two games in hand. However, behind the Sharks, you have Nashville at 25, Dallas, Vegas, and Winnipeg at 24. So uh, it's it's kind of tight in the division. It, it didn't expect it to be uh, this tight early on, but, you know, uh, this is this is kind of what I expected this team to be is to uh, to be contending in the playoff spot. I don't know. Like um, we talked about, or we previously talked about the Islanders' COVID stretch. Like um, you could have seen a disaster of you know a bad start then you get covid and you're in the position of the islanders who really did have a lot of playoff aspirations going in and you know no one had the sharks like all the big time names didn't have the sharks at this point of the season so um we're really just playing with house money at this point um yeah. which you know william ecklin was pretty good for the first nine games and before he got sent back but like you know, there's a lot of positives with this team. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into the other things, but, like, it's a shame that some of the other things that distracted um, kind of, you know, kind of just dragged down some of the accomplishments this team has made this so so far. Yeah, we'll get to uh, that. Gosh. Um, we're trying not to make him, like, into Voldemort, but we kind of are. Right. You know, it, it, you know, let's just do it right now before we get to the, the other games. You know, we love talking about hockey. We love talking about the Sharks. We're passionate about the Sharks. This is why we do this thing, why we do, you know, 
pucknologists every weekend, you know, every Sunday night, why we do teal tinted glasses over the summer, why we cover the sharks as much as we possibly can. This is a passion project, you know, and we are passionate about this team. We will follow and, you know, give the love to this team whenever possible. We will be critical about this team. Like you know, some people might say others might be Pollyanna, uh, but we'll tell it like it is. Yeah. We'll talk, we'll tell it like it is, but here's, uh, you know, you know, I, I, with the whole thing with Evander Kane, you, you see, you see the little bits and pieces of him practicing with the Barracuda. He's not going to play in this weekend's games for the Cuda. You might be back. He might be ready to go next week at the earliest. Um, uh, of course we know what happened last night, uh, with, uh, what his, uh, estranged wife uh posted uh including th that graphic yeah. video um you know yeah the, the video is online it's there if you want to see it um honestly like my focus right now and looking talk about everything's that's gone on with the and is the messy divorce that's currently going on in discord but my focus like to back up a little bit, um, I think it was on Tuesday or Wednesday, Elliot Freeman publishes an article, and it's just, he has a great podcast called 33 Thoughts. 32, 32 Thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah. Um, 32 Thoughts about, you know, the teams that basically Evander King wants to be <laughs> traded to. And the teams that he he allowed to be traded to are Winnipeg, Buffalo, and and Tampa Bay. He's really just narrowing his list just to one team because <laughs> Buffalo's not going to trade for him. Winnipeg is no way going to trade for him at all. And he supposedly has so, Winnipeg as one of those three. Yes. And like we know about, you know, Tampa Bay's capsule scenario. Maybe there is a shot in the dark, but like there's no way they're going to walk one like that into the locker room, especially when you already won two Stanley Cups back to back, like, what are you doing? So because AHL players don't have to pay into escrow, my thinking is, is that he's positioning himself as someone that's untradeable and the Sharks will have to do either leave him in AHL or bring him up to NHL if they really, really want his talent. But, I feel like there's so many notes. I'm like, there's so many side stories with this Vander Kane thing because, like, we know about his bankruptcy hearings. We know about all that. However, was it proven it was a photo shoot? We're not even going to talk about that. I, I don't. It's not even important. Like the whole Photoshop thing, I'm not even going to touch because it's there in the public. But I don't think it's important to what's currently going on with the Sharks because, like, I think. For the most part, he wants to stay in the AHL to get out of bankruptcy, to pay his debts. And that's what he's positioning himself to be. Um, hopefully, hopefully down the road, he becomes a better person down the line. But like he's burned too many bridges with me in particular. And like, how many shots are you going to give this guy? Like, how many? Like, I just, I'm at this point where I'm like, nope, do not want you anywhere near the, 
a stable team right now compared to last year? No. No, 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 no. Um, and I really hope he doesn't taint any of the younger prospects in the Barracuda system because, you know, there's some decent, you know, talent in, uh, in the AHL right now. So I wouldn't even, I just, that's my big worry with the whole Evander Kane scenario. And I'm sure we're going to hear more and I'm sure it's going to get messier because this divorce has been way out in the public than we've ever, ever seen it. And also this has probably been the worst off for any Sharks player. Um, I dare you to name me one that's worse. Yeah. Dare me. Nothing, nothing has come close to this uh, with the Sharks. Um, You know, Mark Bell I had believe that one. Brody, had that yeah. one in 2006, but I mean that was it for what has publicly come out. Yeah, we should say. Uh, for, um, go ahead, finish up if you want. I got like my only real final thought is that this is the guy that Doug really did choose over Pavelski, and that's the thing that bothers me the most. And it's like the polar opposite of what a Sharks athlete that we've known for 20 years to be and it's infuriating that this is the guy and i'll just leave it at that um you know whatever is going on we we just hope for for the sake of kensington that there's help coming uh for them uh but as for the hl let's see what happens um I, you know, I'm, this is probably the biggest headache that the Sharks have ever dealt with. And uh, we'll see what, what uh, to, happens. To follow up one point I made about uh, AHL players not paying to escrow, uh, Ian, of course, he knows way more about AHL than I ever do. But um, two-way, two-way deals you pay in the AHL don't pay. But, of course, Evander King has a $8 million seven-year seven – seven, a long ass contract for in the AHL. <laughs> so let's put it that way. Long ass, yes. All right. <laughs> With that, let's get to some of the scores happening in around the NHL this evening. Bruins shut out the Predators two nothing. I think the Predators were just stunned by what their Stadium Series jerseys were going to look like, uh, and just like gasping for air, like, and they showed up with the same <laughs> score. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, who is uh, in in trade rumors, around gets the game winner for that one. Uh, the Stars are up three to two on the um, on the uh, buh, 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 buh. easy for me to say Columbus Blue Jackets late in the late in the third period. And this is where we give the love and appreciation to Joe Pavelski. Uh, I know he's like the team leader in points. Okay. This is not alcohol, by the way. <laughs> we haven't gotten to Desert Dogs yet. Okay. Uh, Pavelski with a pair of assists uh, with uh, Jason Robertson's two goals. Uh, so, uh, moving onward, uh, scores that are in progress. Kings are up one nothing. I have follow with the goal uh, there early on in the game there. Uh, the former Quebec Nordique, Colorado Avalanche, went 4-1. to one over the Montreal Canadiens, uh, Kale McCarr, Barakovsky, Landeskog, and Nikushkin with the goals there. Uh, Tampa uh, loved the, what their stadium series looked like, so they won 4-2 to two over the St. Louis Blues. 
Victor Hedman gets a pair of goals in this one. Uh, the Panthers win 7-4 to four in a crazy comeback over the Buffalo Sabres in that one. Uh, Lindell with a pair, Ekblad with a pair. With that uh, In a shootout, the Chicago Blackhawks win 4-3 to three over the Washington Capitals. Uh, Blackhawks, screw you for trying to file a motion uh, on trying to throw out the Kyle Beach case. You can go fuck yeah. yourselves on that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Josh Norris with the uh, game-winning goal as the Senators take down the Hurricanes 3-2. to two. Uh, The night after they got trounced by Vancouver 6-2. Uh, to two. So that's a big one on there. And the Sharks beat the Islanders 2-1. to one. Wild beat the Devils 5-2. to two as Kaprizov gets a pair of goals uh, for the Minnesota Wild. So that's what you have coming up. What's coming up for the Sharks is Friday at MSG taking on the Rangers, a Rangers squad that, uh, you know, that was expected to do a lot of things. Uh, they have Gerard Gallant. This... Will be a very interesting game <laughs> as he takes on the Sharks the first time since he uh, took over the bench in Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, the Rangers have a ton of talent. Um, it was kind of interesting that they shook up most of their front office um, right before the playoffs. Um, I don't know if they're trying to quickly become a playoff contender, but I just don't think they're quite yet there yet. But, you know, Panarin is still one of the best forwards in the game. Uh, I think their goaltender situation is still not quite the best, but yeah. We'll see. Yorgiev and Shesterkin has been pretty good. I'm su I'm stunned how they were able to keep both of them uh, after the expansion draft. I thought one of them might have been going to the Kraken, but uh, yeah, fourteen four and three. They've had it pretty good. Panarin has not thrown another glove at an opponent since last Friday. <laughs> Uh, which is good, although Marchand's such a little weasel for freaking sakes. You know, he can... Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I don't blame Panera for even doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pretty good chuckle on Twitter about that. Right, so that's <laughs> that's the Sharks' next opponent. Uh, so we'll be back with you tomorrow, Friday, following... Tomorrow, tomorrow. Al Martin made the musical coming soon to Teal Town USA's YouTube channel. <laughs> No. Darn it. All right. Well, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. We really do appreciate that. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio are always available at tealtownusa.com. So that's pretty much it for our, for our night. Again, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's an i'll be back tomorrow people i will be back oh boy be prepared people i'm, I'm sure there's more cane news knowing how things are let's going. hope not for the dear god between be with all the new all the rough news the nhl's had <laughs> two months into the season you know one day off would be nice to not recap the happenings of such. you know usually when you say it can't get worse it usually shut gets up worse. al <laughs> Shut up, pal. So, do yourself a favor if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button down below. Like this video if you if you're watching the replay. Hit a comment on it about what you thought about tonight's game, 
uh, the whole Keen situation or anything you'd like to talk about hockey-wise, we'd love to have your comments. It helps the algorithm in return for us. Uh, and, of course, hit that notification bell. That notifies you uh, when we go live because these games not completely planned. You know, we uh, we don't know when it goes into overtime or, or a 15-round shootout of any kind, for that matter. So, last... Final thoughts, Al, before we get out of here? Um, Sharks have won five out of the last six. Um, pretty good start. Um, I mean, when they lost against Toronto, I, I pretty much looked at this little stretch of games that they could have bounced back and get back in the standings, and they did. Um, you know, uh, pretty good start from Bob Lutner, who I've had a lot of questions about, but, you know, Pretty solid win tonight, and let's keep the stretch going on tomorrow. All right. He's at Al Martinet. I'm at Puck 14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, my final thoughts, just keep going, Sharks. Keep it rolling. Uh, you've been playing fairly well over these uh, this whole entire road trip. Timo, keep it going. Uh, hope to get you and Reimer into the All-Star game in Las Vegas. Hopefully that's going to be a chance come February. And if that's a still a thing. If that's still a thing because of COVID. So until Friday night following Sharks and Rangers, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We will see you Friday night after Sharks and Rangers.